0: Chapter Fourteen of Pee Wee Harris on the Trail. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Pee Wee Harris on the Trail by Percy Keese Fitzhugh. Chapter Fourteen Saved. Thanks to Pee-wee, the door of the rustic lakeside garage stood invitingly open. I won't. I won't say anything about money. Gee whiz. You wouldn't have any fear, Pee-wee said, making a play for his companion's goodwill. Gee, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. But you could take a medal, couldn't you? A scout goodwill medal, he added anxiously. Maybe. Said Mr. Swiper. Gee, you'll have to take it, said Pee-wee. Our scoutmaster will make you. Before entering the building, Mr. Swiper made an inspection of the lonely neighborhood and looked out across the still dark lake. That's where they went? he asked. Sure, they won't see us, Pee-wee said reassuringly. But the manual training teacher was not going to take any chances with a crew of ruffians. Not he. Even if they should see us, or hear us, Pee-wee encouraged, they wouldn't dare come after it, because it isn't theirs. They thought nobody would ever find it in here. It's good I was on the inside, hey? That's the place to be, said Mr. Swiper. You bet it is, said Pee-wee. Were you ever locked in a place? To this purely personal question, Mr. Swiper made no reply. Instead, he walked about the car carefully, then climbed into the front seat, and turned on the dash-light. He seemed to know what he was doing. Pee-wee did not wait, but excitedly climbed in beside him. "'Gee-whiz, a feller's got to have nerve to steal a car, hasn't he?' he asked, unable in his elation to keep still that's what said mr swiper briefly it it kind of sort of makes us feel like thieves taking it Pee Wee commented looking about him rather fearfully but anyway we've got a right to that's one sure thing haven't we sure and it's all right that's one sure thing oh boy i'm glad i met you You'll get as much credit as I do, that's sure, anyway. We've got a right to take it away from the thieves, I hope. Gee, nobody can deny that. Anyway, I guess you don't feel scary. Guess they won't follow us, said Mr. Swiper. Not if they know what's well for them. Thieves don't come after you. They run away from you. You bet they do, said Pee-wee, delighted at his new friend's rather generous contribution to the talk. The engine now purred softly. The silent shifting into reverse gear told the young rescuer that a practiced hand was at the wheel. Slowly the big car backed out of the building and around till it headed into the dark overgrown road. You didn't put the lights on, Pee-wee said. Time enough for that, said his companion, who seemed quite accustomed to driving in the dark. Presently, the big Super Six Hunkajunk touring model was rolling silently along through the woods, rescued, saved, soon to be restored to its rightful owner by W. Harris, Scout, B. S. A. By the dashlight, Pee wee obtained a first glimpse of his companion's face. There was nothing in particular about him, save a long diagonal scar on his face which Pee-wee thought might have been caused by some tool in the ruined manual training-room. The young man had also very short hair. It was so short, in fact, that it seemed almost like no hair at all. It was like a convict's hair. End of chapter 14 Recording by John Brandon